Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you're not a religious demon. Isn't that cool? My God. You get born again, and it's like, well, now I gotta serve boring old religion the rest of my life. Can't have any fun. The times of having fun in the nightclubs and partying and drinking, my friends are over. Now I'm just gonna be the dullest person, have secret sin, probably commit adultery on my husband and wife, and look, still looking at pornography because there's no fulfillment in religion whatsoever. Or maybe we can just get out of the religious box and have fun in heaven with the real personality of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ at the bar of heaven. You know, I'm really encouraged because we got a prophetic confirmation from a prophet that I really love that there's poppy fields in Eden. And I know that because I'm high on the heroin crack of the Garden of Eden. Listen, this is no joke. I mean, I, I used to be a crackhead that had crack that smoked heroin crack. And you want to get the crack that's a little yellowish when it's laced with heroin because then you're totally fried. <laughs> you got to be careful on the heroin crack. But that's like the most potent crack cocaine that exists. Well, obviously Satan's just a counterfeiter that it exists in heaven before it existed on earth. The only ideas Satan ever got in pharmacia and sorcery of drugs and alcohol, they all came from God and his pleasures as it is written, at my right hand are pleasures forevermore. We don't realize how freaking religious we are. We think, oh, I'm being rebellious. No, I'm actually being in ecstasy, ecstasis. I'm being ecstasis. This is extreme obedience to the point of death every day, of dying to everything in the natural dimension, all the false pleasures of the world, to live out of the perfect pleasures of the Garden of Eden. That's how the great harvest comes in. No one's coming into a harvest in any building made by human hands, and so sad, sorry, that box is breaking. That's the battering ram of the goat of Anna Roundtree's Heaven Awaits the Bride, Chapter 1. These people are so carnally minded in their charismania, they have all these ideas of how they're going to have the harvest. They come around as prophets and apostles, and they're real prophets and they're real apostles, but they're real immature prophets and they're real immature apostles, and they think they're a lot greater than they actually are. They think they're a lot more mature than they actually are because their standard is the tabernacle of Molech under the star Remphon, and they haven't even overcome Jezebel. They haven't even overcome the world. So they're operating out of a counterfeit system of types and shadows when the sons of God have already broken through the Jezebel line and live in the Garden of Eden, and I'm growing poppy plantations here. I'm starting to slang eight balls, new beginnings of heroin crack from the Garden of Eden with container shipments dropping in in 200 cities, getting circumcised like the 200 foreskins of King David. That's how we take 200 cities. We get them so frickin' high out of their brain, they can't even do anything else except snort our glory cocaine. Amen. With everything that has breath, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Who's going to have a problem with that? You think that's extreme? You think that's just being offensive? That's being truthful. That's coming out of Jezebel and operating out of the kingdom dimension of pleasure. You know what pleasure is? It's called Eden. Eden or Hedon. Hedon, the word hedonism, comes from the Hebrew word Eden, Edenism, Edenites. I'm an Eden. I have been born and raised in Eden because I've been born and raised by the Spirit of God. Everyone born and raised by the Spirit of God grows up in Eden, Eden, as an Edenite. 
That's why I don't go after the stuff in the flesh. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, pride of life. Like, ever, at all. There's zero temptation there. I only get persecuted from people still stuck in that sin. Because they don't have any faith to live in this Eden realm because they're totally bewitched by Jezebel. Oh my God. Find a prophet that can open up to this realm and you'll find a prophet that can save the church system, even the charismatic church. Probably one out of a million right now on planet Earth. That's why it'd be mostly unbelievers and God the Father saying, cast your nets woven with the thread of wisdom on the other side of the boat. I could care less about religious people. You're already saved. If you want to get more saved and grow from glory to glory, you're going to have to get less and less religious. That's what glory to glory is, getting undone from religion, getting out of your brain, living only in your heart. 0% flesh, brain matter, 100% spirit, heart, the garden of your heart, the mansion of your heart. The interior castle of your soul and spirit is inside your heart. Not a single drop of it has anything to do with your flesh or blood at all. Well, I thought my soul was right here in my brain. Well, yeah, it is. Your spirit and your soul work inside your flesh. But it has completely nothing to do with your flesh. That's why the Word of God separates bone marrow from flesh. Separating marrow from bone and soul from spirit. The Word of God, Hebrews 4.12, is sharper than any double-edged sword to the dividing asunder of soul from spirit, bones and marrow, and it judges the thoughts and intents of the spirit, of what you're operating out of feeding your spirit with, what's filling your tummy. Natural? What are those roots? Adultery? (laughs) The roots of all evil, the love of money, idolatry? You have idolatrous roots in you until the roots of David start feeding your spirit the seven spirits of God. Where is that in the Bible? Isaiah 11.2 The roots of Jesse or Revelation 22 The roots of David. That's all we operate out of. I don't have any other roots in my heart except the roots of David. That's why I love being tested. I love being judged. Test the fruit. Test the spirit. All you want, all you're going to find is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I love it. They just don't want it to find the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit because they're religious and they want to contain control in their brains. We're dealing with high-level prophets and high-level apostles that are practically apostate because they won't let go in their brains. You can operate in all the gifts of the Spirit and then reject the love realm and not let go and still die and go to hell. Oh yeah, it's true. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul? What does it profit a man to gain all the gifts of the Spirit and have the Lord Jesus say, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. You use the gifts of the Spirit. You use all the gifts of 1 Corinthians 14 for yourself, for your ministry, to make money, All of your prophetic gifting, all of your apostolic gifting, you'll find 99% on planet Earth has used it for self-agenda. 99%. The Apostle Paul says, very few have in mind the ideas of Christ, the will and plan of Christ. Everyone does their own thing. He's He's talking about leaders, people. Leaders. Every church, they come around, they say, this is what God's doing, this is what I heard from prayer. I tell you what, unless it's an unction to function from the Holy One out of your belly, out of the deep, out of your root system, you're hearing from Jezebel in your carnal mind in a church system of Molech and Remphon nearly 100% of the time. 
lying visions, lying dreams, the circus show of the red dragon and a round tree, heaven awaits the bride. They go into hell and you have this circus show of the false bride, the horror of Babylon. Everyone in chains, you got the jesters, all the false prophets, you got the red dragon, you got the beast system, you got it all working under the banner of Christianity, especially charismatic Christianity. Because charismatic Christianity is the seed of the Pharisees. Oh, how could it be? How dare you? Well, because that's biblical. It's accurate. The Pharisees were charismatic as charismatic gets. They loved signs and wonders. They were always asking for miracles, signs, and wonders. They believed in the resurrection. They believed in talking to angels. They believed in gold dust and gemstones. They loved all the supernatural. In the Bible, the Pharisees loved everything about the supernatural. What the Pharisees hated was losing control in their soul to the Lord Jesus. That's why they died and went to hell. It's true. You can love all the miracle glory, all the worship glory, all the stuff, but if you're not willing to sacrifice your soul on the altar to serve His soul, the mind of Christ, you'll still die and go to hell. Jesus Christ said that over and over and over again. Oh yeah, I guarantee it. You need to repent and sacrifice your soul and start serving Jesus. People will serve Jesus because they have pure hearts. People that will reject Jesus because they're stubborn and goat-like. You deal with it continuously. Are you, are you angry at Satan? Listen, David Hogan said, If I'm happy at the Holy Ghost, then I'm angry at the devil. Amen? David Hogan said that. If I'm happy at the Holy Ghost, then I'll be angry at the devil. If you're in the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is your strength. What are you using it for? To destroy the beast, the false prophet, and the red dragon into the lake of fire. Now, the lake of fire is the earth on fire. The lake of fire is planet earth on fire from us releasing fire and glory from the angelic heavenly sphere having overcome Jezebel, the queen of heaven, the leader of the seven principalities of Satan and his angels. And almost no Christian leader on planet earth has overcome Jezebel yet, so we're pioneering that too. Once you overcome Jezebel, then you operate as gods in Godcraft from the angelic sphere with constellations over the earth. Not just spiritual glory, natural glory. You need both. You need both. You have to become the spiritual and natural covering of cities to have impact in society. We've been too spiritual to be any earthly good. We need to be spiritual and natural. You need to be so supernatural that you can be in the eros of the Lamb. Listen. That doesn't mean that anyone's getting molested by Jesus. The arrows of the Lamb is the wrath of the Lamb. It's eat my flesh, drink my blood, not just my spirit, because we're not Gnostics, we're not frickin' Pharisees here, we're not religious demons. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. Well, how can that be? Because that destroys Jezebel entirely. When it hits the flesh and blood, Satan and his angels cease and desist all maneuverings and can no longer function society-wide when you start to operate in the celestial covering of the constellations, the 12 constellations of the zodiac that will be completely and totally conquered by the 12 last-day apostles of the Sanhedrin of God. It's happening right now. They're already here. They're being sanctified perfectly. They're going to be sanctified to the same degree as the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. These last day apostles, A's for the apostles, will be as holy as the Father is holy. It's true. And they were astonished that God had given such authority to men, the book of Acts says. 
This is where you deal with all the disobedience of Jezebel and demon-possessed Christians. Because they say it's all God in outer space, but they're pointing to Satan in outer space. Because they don't want to acknowledge that Jesus came into men and women's flesh and is operating in the full power, dominion, might, authority, glory, wisdom, and love of the Holy Trinity on earth as it is in heaven. That's called the New Covenant when your bodies are fully realized as the temples of the Holy Spirit. And there's a combination to unlock the temples of the Holy Spirit. Most of you aren't unlocked. That's why you're carnally minded. I'm talking about 99% of Christians are not unlocked. Now, I know there's some sanctified ones here that are unlocked, and they're going crazy right now because it's, it's the time to pay the prophets their rewards. And it's payday for the prophets that have suffered long ministering to the prostitute of Babylon Christian church that is so demon-possessed and so prideful and stubborn, you've just suffered more than almost any prophet that's ever lived. It's true. There's prophets here in America that have suffered more than Jeremiah. How can that be? Well, you'll be surprised. Many of you are the ones that made them suffer by being so demon-possessed and serving, serving Jezebel all the time. It's true. And so they'll weep and mourn and beat their breasts because they'd murdered the lamb. What? Oh, the lamb was operating inside the apostles and prophets and they attacked the apostles and prophets that were as sanctified as God is sanctified. They were operating in the fullness of deity in bodily form as the sons of God equal to Jesus Christ, firstborn amongst the many. Jesus Christ, not ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters who are fully sanctified. In the revelation of Enoch, Elijah, and Solomon, which is the combination lock to unlock your destiny scrolls out of the vaults of your stomachs where your spirits are still mostly dormant. Hallelujah. Strong meat for the mature because this is the combination for the great harvest. Needs to be released, the blueprint for the leaders. And we do it publicly. We do it publicly. Why? I've lived my life publicly, every detail of my life, on stage for 11 years. Documentary, daily broadcast, doing videos, commenting everything we're going through. Just, just so I can be crystal clear, like the Lamb on the throne, because that's all that matters, that I be crucified with Christ in the midst of the throne with Him. Spirit, soul, mind, and flesh, constantly, not a one-time thing, constantly, and to grow up into the fullness of His wisdom for the rulership of the world. Amen. You got to get it. God has anointed you to rule the world. Amen. A holy nation and a royal priesthood. Who are you? You're the sons of God. You're the Israel of God. And we are the kings and queens of Israel. When you begin to operate out of kingship and kingcraft, queenship and queencraft in the celestial realm, your divinity will be fully realized. Obviously, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit get all the glory, but all the glory is inside you because you're the temple. And there's no separation. There's no veil anymore. I'm not one day of flesh and one day of spirit. I'm not operating in false humility. I'm completely possessed with the Godhead, operating as the Godhead. Have I not said you are God's? Don't die as men, de denying your divinity under a Jezebel spirit of false humility. Amen. That's one of the main temptations, is to be religious about who you are in Christ. I'm so insignificant. I'm just a worm. I got problems. Woe is me. Self-pity. It's all pride. 
Jesus died on the cross and removed all that. Why are you still in the muck and the mire? Why are you still in the pig trough of shame and self-pity and denial of your divinity? God came into you. Jesus come into my heart. Did he stay there or did you try to finish in the flesh what began in the spirit? If your mind stayed fixed on Jesus, Jesus come into my heart and he grew in your heart, then you would only know his kingdom inside you in the fullness thereof, Mount Zion, rising in your hearts as chief of all the mountains in the last days. Come on. This is a mountain of burning anointing oil. And these people will find themselves attacking God. They say, oh, it's not God, or it's not Brandon, it's not Penny. It's God through Brandon. It's God through... Have I not said you are God's? I mean, how religious can we get and still breathe and blaspheme and dishonor the, the apostles and prophets and dishonor the sons of God? We're not demanding worship. We're demanding revelation and awakening to who you are. We're not setting up some kind of hierarchy kingdom like a pyramid scheme of Satan on a throne and everyone's just a peasant. We're doing away with that system. We're waking you up to your kingship, queenship, and divinity. And we resist every step of the way because we're stubborn and religious. We're in denial. And we try to look real spiritual in front of others. And it's all so fake and phony. The only thing real about us is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in us. And how do you get fully awakened to the Godhead living in the midst of you? By believing the prophetic word. That's what gels your spirit to be more real than your flesh. And your spiritual abilities have the fullness of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit's ability already in them. The issue is, will you die for lack of knowledge? Will you perish for unbelief in the wilderness? The wilderness is the place where all unbelief will die. We're going to manifest the fullness of divinity bodily as the Trinity in divine unity, union, love, glory, that will massacre doubt and unbelief. This is the most powerful realm of glory in the kingdom of heaven that we're bringing upon the world this season. And most people are in opposition to us, the sons of God. Most. Most Christians are absolutely clueless and stuck in their brains and don't even know about their hearts, don't even know about the locker and the vault, don't know about the scroll and the combination, are not God inside minded, they haven't realized the glory. Colossians 1.27, they live mostly out of the external realm, which is satanic, he who's in the world. Very little out of the God inside kingdom realm. 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. But if you haven't awakened to him who's in you, then you're attached to he who's in the world and you're not in a good place. You're in a very dangerous place. It's called the valley of decision. Multitudes, multitudes. And I know all religious multitudes that don't repent will die. Just like those who died in the wilderness. There is no salvation for those that are twice dead. The Bible says it. If you begin in the Spirit and try to finish in your flesh, you're twice dead and there remains no longer forgiveness of sins unless you bring your mind back to your spirit and submit your mind to Christ in you and realize the glory. Then the religious can be saved. There's salvation for those that are twice dead if they repent of their brains and and give their minds back to their spirits where the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit only are in you. Luke 17, 21, the kingdom of heaven is inside you. Men of Galilee, why do you stand here staring up into the clouds? The angels and the Spirit 
are all about awakening you to the divinity within you. Putting the word in your heart. What happens when the sower sowed seed inside the heart, inside your spirit? It grows up to be the Garden of Eden within you. The Song of Solomon reality within you. I have found the promised land inside you, it is written. And your tongue becomes the milk and honey of the Garden of Eden. The promised land of the Garden of Eden has always been inside us for two millennia. It's been two millennia that we've been in the perfect covenant. And most of us haven't even realized it a bit. Most Christians, not even a bit. How much the Garden of Eden and Mount Zion, the throne room, the kingdom, and the garden, the third heaven, and all the heavens of the heavens, and every all the territory outside of time and space, all eternity is inside your hearts the moment you first believed in Jesus. The seed of the kingdom came into your heart, the sperm of God. First John, it is written, You've been born of the incorruptible sperm of God that cannot sin. Now, what did you do with that seed, that word, that sperm? Did you let it consume your whole spirit? Did you sanctify your heart from unrighteousness? 1 John chapter 1, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us and purify us from all unrighteousness of all demonic influence in our spirit of our heart, the seed of our heart. Let it not be weeds, let it be the words of God alone. And then the mental clarity will shine like the bright and morning star through your face constantly. And you'll shine like the stars of the heavens in the firmament of Daniel chapter 12. We were releasing the, the ring of Daniel, the excellence of Daniel, the house of Daniel, the twelve of Daniel, the government of Daniel to destroy Babylon. Amen. It's the blueprint of Daniel being released right now for the twelve constellations to be ruled by the twelve last-day apostles, for the covering of all the earth with the divine love, unity, glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ as the manifesting 144,000 sons of God. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Magnify the sonship salvific message at redletterman.com. And we'll see you tomorrow. Amen.